This is a Lip Media Podcast. Hello, Lamely. Some of the themes in this podcast are quite distressing. We're dealing with racial vilification, so you may be disturbed by some of today's content. Me. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, uh, fab to you, and joining me, as does every single chapter here in <laughs> me, sorry, I am a sorry. memoir, <laughs> The Meaning of the Meaning of Mariah Carey. It is posh, Philip uh, How has your week been? It's been good. It's it's just sort of like Groundhog Day, I think, a little bit. I think I've said that before. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was actually Groundhog Day this week. Oh, well, that's why. Like the, the date from the movie. <laughs> I never know what... To, when someone asks me how my week is, I just go, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Did I achieve something? Read the chapter. You read, you've read. you read a chapter of a book, and that's what exactly. we're going to get into today. And we are, by the way, uh, our chapter eight it just happens to be the end of the first section, the Wayward Child section. So I'm very yes. excited about launching... Season finale. In, well, yes, <laughs> launching into season two. Ooh. <laughs> it's so good we could just roll on into... To it. We'd have to wait three or four months. I know. Or back in the old <laughs> days, a year and a half. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, before we get into the chapter, of course, we need to get the lowdown on all those me, me moments. Me, me moments. Oh, yes. All right. So we've got a couple of headlines. The, the first being that we've got some emancipation of me, me EPs coming. So oh, I know. The MC30 keeps delivering. I honestly thought maybe that was it because I thought, you know, as we got into the new millennium, there might not be mm. as much sort of in the vault hiding. But oh, no. no. Mimi always delivers. The vault is burgeoning. <laughs> <laughs> we also have in some sad news, Sean Mendes has been found murdered. Uh, <laughs> cause of death, Mariah Carey. <laughs> the, the singer or whatever. Death by shade. <laughs> yes. <laughs> The singer or whatever it is that he does posted a photo of himself in the great outdoors with the caption, grateful, the sun, coffee, my health, my family, old Mariah Carey songs, music, humans with three exclamation points. To which, of course, Mariah responded with a photo copying his post, but better because it's Mariah. She doesn't go naked. No, no, no. (laughs) Grateful, the sun, tea. Which I think was a little all tea all shade. Yeah. <laughs> my health, my family, old Shawn Mendes songs, music, humans. Old um, Shawn Mendes songs. And re- like reports say, yeah, old. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. He's a fortnight old. And reports say, upon receiving this reply, Shawn simply stopped living. So <laughs> may he R.I.P. R.I.P. Mendes. He's very attractive. Oh, he's a very yes. He did a song with Bieber. I, you know. I like, think he's attractive feels like in the baked way to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like he's attractive in the way that like a, a an empty model home is attractive. Yes. Like this is nice. Yeah, not much going on. Lovely, There's no furniture. I don't want to live in this place it's, with the bolted down chairs. No, no. It's not lived in. <laughs> I did live in a display home, by the way. Was it amazing? No. Was um, it for like was it for comedy purposes? It was for the like, radio. Adam, like, I, how did I know this? I know. It was in Mernda, when Mernda was not a suburb yet, or a train station, way, way back when. Um, and yeah, people could just rock up. 
like at any time of the day or night. One day I was I, so basically you were banned in the bubble, but yeah. you in a display home. So it was yeah, it was kind of weird. Big brother. Did you have life. to write like a stand up show in the time? <laughs> no, I walked from. At one point, I walked from like I was sleeping in the big master bedroom for some reason, and I walked just like across the swimming pool, which was in the backyard, and into the kitchen. Like Jesus, yeah, like Jesus, not across, like just the, around the backyard <laughs> bit. And then into the kitchen. I think I was just wearing my undies. Um, and Joe Stanley was in the cupboard. Like, there was this massive pantry and she's in there eating a biscuit with cottage cheese or something. I was like, what are you doing in the cupboard? She went, mm. And I turned around and I had just walked past a whole bunch of school children who were standing there gawking <gasps> over the fence. <laughs> I hadn't even noticed. <laughs> One of them was Shawn Mendes. <laughs> he was like 140 kilos of hairy old me wandering around oh in my, my underpants. <laughs> Look, I'm sure it was an awakening for, for many children that day in many ways. In many, many ways, yes. <laughs> Terrified, never having a thought again. Oh, my goodness. Now, I will say this, the Shawn Mendes, mm. you know, tweet was actually meant to be our lead story. But as I oh, was putting... Oh, no. I, I know where you're going. Do you know where I'm going? I, I wasn't gonna going to mention it because I wanted to see if you had any idea. Oh, now, yeah. I'm going to read this word for word because I don't want to get sued myself. Mm-hmm. The headline was Mariah Carey sued by Sister Ellison for, quote, emotional distress, close quote, (laughs) arising from memoir. Ellison Carey's lawsuit was filed with the New York County Supreme Court last Monday and calls for at least 1.25 million US dollars in damages. It's a lot of money. Um, Ellison accuses Mariah of heartless, vicious, vindictive, despicable, and totally unnecessary public humiliation via the book, which I'm sure we have not added to in any way, shape, or form. No, we haven't at all. The we don't know her. No, <laughs> who, who are they talking about? Who is this court case about? <laughs> Mariah doesn't have a sister. She's an um, ex. <laughs> the, the lawsuit adds that Alison, who is representing herself, oh no, Alison, she couldn't find a lawyer. <laughs> representing herself in the legal action is quote severely depressed and unchar- uncharacteristically tearful since the publication oh. of the defendant's book and now struggles after a long time clean with alcohol abuse oh. the filing also Alice. calls out mariah for callously dismissing allison as her ex-sister i don't think she's done that at all i haven't noticed that have you noticed that <laughs> no, no not yet <laughs> and goes on to state that mariah made we have, these we haven't out- seen them rock up to the atm yet <laughs> no that's true with the wig and goes on to state that Mariah made these outrageous claims knowing that the plaintiff is, plaintiff is profoundly and permanently damaged as a result of being forced by their mother while a preteen to attend terrifying middle-of-the-night satanic worship meetings that what? included ritual sacrifices and sexual activity. Have we had, have we had that in the book? I don't remember. I, don't we I think we need the meaning of Alison, Kerry. We do it's, need the meaning of Alison. I think I, that has been written over a number of issues of uh, the Star magazine. Probably, yeah. <laughs> and no, possibly also the uh, National Enquirer. <laughs> yes, uh, for yeah, for $1.25 million, of course. That, mm-hmm. That's always the number. Now, I was a little like, wow. Like, on one hand, I wasn't that surprised. Um, I feel like the the you know the paperback edition of the meeting of Mariah Carey may have an extra chapter uh, at the end. <laughs> um, but what like what happens? Are we liable in this? No. <laughs> Are we going to get sued? Well, no. Uh, I mean, she could try and maybe sue us under the um, Australian defamation laws, but I don't feel like we. 
you know, we're just repeating what Mariah said, so she would have to sue Mariah here, but she can't because right. the book's not published here. And then she could sue us once, once, once it's proved beyond a shadow of a doubt that Mariah lied about her. Um, I think then we could be in trouble. Also, I don't think anyone's ever sued a podcast. Has anyone ever tried to sue a podcast? We could be the first. <laughs> I would love to be the first. We can say, well, we will give you all of our uh, advertising revenue for the entire yes. months that you yes. were on the podcast. So that's like $11 at yeah. least. Yes. So look, Alison, get in line yeah. behind our look, other creditors. <laughs> I'm quite... Fine, if we have to have a day in court with Mariah Carey. Oh, that would be Imagine amazing. the fans. Amazing. You know, my I have the same agent uh, as as Rebel Wilson, so I've heard many stories of having to go to court. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, stories of going to court plus Mariah Carey is a whole other ball game. Oh, I would love it. But that does bring us to the end of our Mimi moments. A little juicy this week. Very juicy. Mm. Oh, I d- like, I, I noticed she's not... Our very good friend Michael Angelus Davis is not uh, roped in, so yeah, yes, that's very. Weird. I, I, I feel like Alison has not read the fine print <laughs> of the book. <laughs> like, you know, representing herself says so much because I'm surprised she's not suing her in Canada because it's more expensive there. Yeah, I so, you know. <laughs> I'm suing you, but only in Canada. Only in Canada, where it's more expensive. Um, <laughs> that's like that says so much to me because you know we've you've seen Better Call Saul. You know we know that uh, there sure are have. there are many many unscrupulous lawyers in the United States of America who because it's a no win no fee kind of situation. Like you don't get paid. Like you get you get paid if you win and you don't get paid if you don't win, so they often will take on spurious cases just to kind of get their name out there. But it means not every lawyer she's gone to has gone. No, you can't. <laughs> this is an unwinnable case. You tried to prostitute her out at the age of twelve. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's credible, and you have a history of drug and alcohol abuse. And I'm, and I'm pretty sure she outlines that you're always after her for money. Yes. <laughs> and what is it you are asking for in this case? A money. A money. <laughs> if she'd gone, I don't want any money, I just want the book pulped. That's a different thing. Sure. Like, if she'd gone for that, we'd be like, ooh, this is a worry. But she's like, no, no, keep the book there. I will need the money from it, please. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Maybe Mariah will just send her her own ATM with a wig. Like, just <laughs> out the front. An inflatable one. <laughs> <laughs> Dispenses air. It's <laughs> <laughs> too much, all right. Should we have a little recap? Our recap from last week is Mariah's hair got a whole chapter to itself and it explained the spine of the book. Yes. <laughs> and there Did was not. a hot dog. <laughs> oh, I could really go a hot dog right now. Don't. I haven't had a carb all week. I'm really <sighs> craving. So we're just drooling. Sorry. Um, 
Also, when like I love Mariah eating a hot dog. It's like, yeah, I have hot dogs. I had one hot dog when I was a yeah. child. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm a skinny legend. Uh, <laughs> no more hot dogs. I had one. It was good. I, I conquered that. And yes. we're moving on. I had a hot dog the day I had good hair. The end. <laughs> It's a celebration. Yeah. <laughs> so that was pretty much the whole chapter. I mean, there were some other people were mean to her about her lips, but you know, she had good hair at the end, and that's, that's, that's a happy all ending. That matters. That was happy, that and I loved it. it. Yeah. Dumped in all the right. surf, but had good hair. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. The juice. Uh, and what about the juice of this week? What have we got? Well, this week's juice. Uh, Mariah has a, a terrible experience with a group of girls. Uh, then she has an empowering experience with a different group of girls, and their vision of love comes out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As to the Beverly Hillbillies, but we'll get to that. Shall we break it on down? Oh, I don't know if I can, but let's break right. this really distressing <laughs> chapter on down. Break me on down. So. We are on to a girl's best friend. Now, and I actually, yeah, sorry. I was going to say, last week, I was like, a girl's best friend, it's going to be about diamonds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the irony of that. <laughs> the, the, look, there's a plot twist oh, midway through this chapter. This That's what such happens. a beautiful, beautiful title, just thematically. Because, you know, we do start off with Marilyn talk. Like, there's a lot we of do. Marilyn Monroe there talk. There is a bit of diamond. Mariah suggests that Marilyn was possibly biracial. Um, which is one of my favourite theories of Why all not? time. She's like, there are a lot of theories about her birth and death. I'm just saying <laughs> she's curvy and her hair, was, her, her hair was wayward like mine. <laughs> uh, Mariah also suggests that Marilyn might be where the word Mariah comes from, even Definitely. though she gives two other explanations that are far yes. more plausible. Uh, we'll uh, get to this, don't you worry. <laughs> but I have highlighted my favourite sentence about Mariah's name. Can I read it to you? Yes, absolutely. When I was younger, I didn't like my name. No one else had it. And when you're a kid, that's not cool. I always wished I, I had a regular name. Like Are you going to say it together? Jennifer. Jennifer. <laughs> oh, <Heather>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know her with her boring ass name. <laughs> so regular. No, I did write that one. In we, fact, there was As a prologue, was that... <laughs> <laughs> Was that her? I might have to you? sue you for that. <laughs> you can't sue me for prolo. You're prolo. <laughs> no, I was fine. Like I said, I have an I don't know her t-shirt of my, my very own. So I pick and choose who I know, depending on the company I keep. <laughs> oh my God. A regular name like Jennifer or so, Heather. I reckon it was just Heather. Heather. Heather? Like, yeah, you know, because of the movie, Heather. the movie Heathers. Um, I reckon it was just Heather and then she's gone, put Jennifer in there as a regular yeah. name. Basic. <laughs> Michael Angelus, I want Jennifer in there as a basic <laughs> bitch name. Oh <laughs> well, I it's don't funny know because... her with her boring <laughs> regular name. <laughs> It's my hot dog. I know there's a lot of distressing stuff to cover in this chapter, but this filled me with so much joy. Don't you worry. Okay. Well, it's funny because actually early on, I I did write a little prolo J-Lo 
Because the first few quotes, mm. right, before we know that it's Marilyn, I mean, we secretly knew. Yeah. But I was pretending I didn't. <laughs> so we started with, from the moment I saw her, I felt both awe and identification. Oh, yes. To which I wrote, is she talking about me or J-Lo? No. Then she went on to say, such a radiant, glamorous, vulnerable, yet powerful being. And I thought, well, she's talking about herself. Yes. And then she said she was supernatural and I knew it was Shannon Doherty. <laughs> so, to my surprise, though, mm. Mariah goes on to say she wandered into her, Patricia's bedroom where her, <laughs> one of my favourite, just, just because I, I read it incorrectly, yes. was my mother was lying in silhouette. And all I could imagine was, I mean, Patricia on the stand lying through her teeth at Alison's trial. <laughs> But she's like behind a frosted window, just kind of reenacting, like, you know, making shapes. And the judge is like, no, it's fine because she's lying in silhouette. So it's just, it's, it's more stylish. I, I'm okay with this. So you so took I'm the wrong like, meaning of the word lying. Mm, lying. <laughs> but she was watching a, a little bit of a special about Marilyn Monroe. Mm. And I, I think they were was on the a lot. Zoe. I think it was were like, they? yeah, I there think- was, there was two celebrities back then. It was Marilyn and Elvis. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> they um, both died. No, I think. There must have been something in the 80s, because we're, you know, Mariah and I are of a similar vintage. Um, <laughs> I literally sent my poo to the government this week. Oh, my God. Gwen Stefani just turned 50. Do you think she said her shit is bananas? Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't have to do it. She, doesn't she just put here. bananas in the, in the letterbox. There were lots of Marilyn specials. So, yeah, it must have been like maybe the 20th anniversary of her death or something at some point. Yeah, So, there were probably a lot of, I think there was, yeah, there was a lot of Marilyn going on. But um, Mariah thought that Marilyn was hashtag the most beautiful person she'd ever seen. Um, For some reason, I thought this was hilarious in in quotes, proud, purposeful breasts, which again, I thought, well, she's talking about me again. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I get it, Mariah. You're obsessed with me. It's a fringe. Oh. They're not breasts on your head. <laughs> Isn't that a movie? Is there a movie where someone has breasts on their head? I don't know. I think there is. I think you're thinking of an episode of Star Trek, but they're not breasts. No, I think it's something It's something along the lines of like a dude wears my car. I don't think it's that, but it's, you know, with an SNL star or something. Oh, right. Like a, um, like a scary movie seven or something. Yeah, something like that. But I think a little earlier. Are you excited oh, about wow. Five Cream? <laughs> I really am I'm nervous Because I don't want them To, to kill off Courtney Love's Cox So The, be the best the one ever Is Is it the second one With um, Laurie Metcalf in it Yes Yes She's so good Oh my god Did you see her in Desperate Housewives Playing essentially the same character Yes Oh my god Going cra- Going crazy At the supermarket Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah So basically best. Mariah, we do love Laura. You know, um, I wish I had been. I wanted. I nearly went to New York because she was doing Misery on Broadway with Bruce Willis in the bed. <laughs> I feel like I remember this. I was like, oh, she's going to be so cray cray with that hammer. <laughs> Those eyes. Like Bruce every night, I'd be like, oh, I might actually lose my foot. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Imagine if it was, if they actually got Kathy Bates to do it. Oh. Have, has she done it on stage? No, well, no, it had never been done as a stage thing before. It was a oh, Stephen King novel and it was a movie. And so the stage play was based on the movie. Yes. Okay, on the film. Because um, I would go and see that. Oh, yeah. Or maybe she can be in the bed this time. I don't know. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> She's done that. Uh, she doesn't need to do it again. 
yeah. Um, so basically, Mariah was was hooked, and mm-hmm. she said it was it was a, a you know a love that was not typical of a third grader. Um, so I was it got me thinking. What were some of the things when when you were younger that you were obsessed with that were maybe a little outside of your age bracket? Oh, was there anything? Because I had a few. What were your ones? I was obsessed with Sophia from the Golden Girls. Well, that's understandable. At a young, young age. And Peggy with Mary, from Married with Children, which I think we've touched on. But Lucille Ball was the other one. That's sort of the... She's my Marilyn. I loved Lucy. Lucy oh, wasn't here. A few people did. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people loved Lucy. Um, no, I was obsessed, weirdly, with... Um, my sister was obsessed with I Dream of Jeannie. Yeah. <laughs> And wanted to dress like that all the time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I look. I kind of. I, I love Doctor Who as a kid. Like you know, I still do. Yeah. And yeah, it's I, just, yeah. <laughs> I think you and I were basically hatched as fully formed beings, and everything we loved at five, we still love. Yeah. I also, Pretty you know, what I did. Lo- I I loved the Thunderbirds. I used to get up like stupidly early to watch the Thunderbirds. Um, and I'm just trying to think if I liked anything. But was that me. appropriate for your age? Like, were people Probably. at your age? Yeah. Yeah, I was little. Um, well, like, my favourite movie as a kid, which I may have even talked about, was War of the Roses. Oh, that's <laughs> like, not okay. It's not a kid's movie. <laughs> my, you know what is, like, I, you know, when you're a teenager, you start to get into horror movies. I got really into horror movies at probably maybe 12, 13. Yeah, I was probably 10. Um, <laughs> and fine, I, guys. so I wanted to see Poltergeist and I wanted to see American Werewolf in London. These were all the big horror movies that were out when I was a kid. And, um, you know, I couldn't go anywhere without my little sister, <laughs> who was like maybe nine. <laughs> <laughs> So I used to drag at least with this weird, like this funny little cinema in Coburg, <laughs> so called the Progress, and it was like it was like in a back street somewhere. It was weird. So I used to tell Mum I was taking her to see cartoons. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna go see a movie called Halloween. It's about trick or treating. <laughs> and she would be doing the movie's us. called Child's Play. She'd it's fine. Like, I don't want to be here. Shut up. You'll enjoy it. <laughs> My poor traumatised sister just freaking out at the clown, strangling that kid in Poltergeist. Oh, my God. I actually haven't seen Poltergeist. Maybe they'll put that on my list. Oh, it's so good. The first one, yeah. Um, It's got Joe Beth Williams in it. Like, I thought you were about to say Joe Beth Taylor. Yeah, I'm very Taylor. excited. <laughs> I love Joe Beth Taylor. Joe Beth Williams, you know, she's oh, she's amazing in everything. Um, So, yes. Uh, there was that, but... Yeah, no, when I was a kid, I don't think there was anything weirdly inappropriate. Well, see, I was watching Scream before I watched um, Winnie the Pooh. Like, that came late. I was, like, 11 when I watched that. Mm. And I was probably 8 when I watched the second Scream. With yeah, I think me, for me it was also the other way around. Like, when I was yeah. older, I was watching... Yeah, you all about the Muppets. <laughs> I, was in my, I was in my 20s watching cartoons. And everyone's like, yeah. are you okay? I'm like, no, I really like I this know. Robotech thing. Yeah, this is fine. I'm fine. <laughs> But yes, as you mentioned before, Mariah did go on to study Marilyn's curves and decide that she was non-Caucasian, and mm-hmm. that's fine. If Mariah has decided that, it is gospel. Yeah. Um, and she was basically basically saying she related to Marilyn's life, the difficult childhood, feeling like an outsider, and she loved that she went from nothing mm. 
to to becoming a legend, which Mariah says she latched onto that. She believed an icon. I believe that she yes. wants to become an icon. And also, as you mentioned, we discovered that Mariah was named after Marilyn, a paddy wagon, and a show tune, yeah. or you know, and or whatever. You know, it's just that's my name now. Um, I love that when she finally met someone else called Mariah and they just sat around bitching about how other people were going to pronounce their name. (laughs) And then after she bagged out the name Jennifer, she goes on to say, anyway, now kids are called Mariah. So whatever, icon. Yeah. Yeah. I have created normality. (laughs) So everything in this chapter seems fine so far, right? Mm. A bit of fun, a bit of relating to a Hollywood icon. It's all fun. And then Mariah's like, oh, no. I'm, I'm going to like, this like psycho when Jamie Lee Curtis's mum gets killed, like really early on. Yes. Um, and then it's a whole other film. A whole so, other film. Okay. Let's just get into it. <laughs> so in, in eighth grade, I'm not nervous. In eighth grade, Mariah wanted to be friends with a pack of Irish moles who had a, a chant, Blue Eyes Rule, which I just wrote. It doesn't even rhyme. What a dumb fucking chant. Oh, those bitches. <laughs> oh, like you can, this is one of those scenes where it's like, Every step that Mariah takes, you're like, no, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> but it's also, I think the reason we do that is because anyone who had any kind of, you know, was bullied or, or peer pressured or whatever in high school, where we've, we're like, no, I don't do it because we know what's going to happen. Maybe not exactly what's going to happen, but a version of. Yeah. Um, I love that Mariah makes a point to reference that her eyes are, quote, undeniably unblue, um. which I have. Now officially recognised as a colour. So if you go down to, colour, to yeah. Bunnings or Mighty Ten, you need to get a paint swatch. If you go to Specsavers and you'd like some contacts, you just say, I want undeniably unblue. Undeniably and unblue. I mean, That's I it. can't. By Mariah Carey. I can't join in because my eyes are piercingly blue. <laughs> Mine are green. I'll just throw myself out with the rest of the trash. Oh, yeah. How'd you get? <laughs> it's blue and unblue. And you are some weird in-between bitch. Um, some, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I also wrote down the quote in the eighth grade comparison is the only method of measurement. Which, I mean, that's it's so good. It is such a good line it's because really it's profound. true and it keeps going forever. Yeah. Um, and then there was some weird thing where they like, decided to call her Fozzie Bear, which I could actually hear you squealing over the Muppets I reference. Got a little excited. A little bit excited. <laughs> Um, and, and Mariah was sort of essentially saying she, she wanted to look like these moles. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Why? We don't uh, and know. The, we don't know. Um, and I really, I, I took a lot of quotes from this chapter. They let me hang out with them. Oh, yeah. Even if I was only there as entertainment, I was always happy to put on a show. Um, oh, did you ever have these kind of things in high school? Because I certainly did. Um, oh, look, I was kind of, you know, like Mariah, class clown. Uh and also weirdly kind of accepted for my behavior. Like okay. it was, it was a like people used to explain it to each other. Like, in, like someone called me a sissy once. And then one of my friends was like, no, he's just like the opposite of a tomboy. That's all. Like just, <laughs> yeah. he just plays with the girls and the dolls. Like he's still yeah, cool. And it was like right. a weird moment for me. Oh. It's like, Okay, because <laughs> tomboys are fine for some reason, but yeah, but if you want to, well, you know, let's face it, as a sexist, yeah, uh, but if you're effeminate, it's like no, you're gonna really. die. Well, yeah, but for some like reason, people... it was quite. Everyone was like, like, oh no, no, that's just Adam. Adam's like that. He plays with dolls. <laughs> but that's the thing. I'm, I'm guessing that it was mostly men who were upset. 
It was just one particular one who called me a sissy one day and weirdly all of the other blokes around me, I mean blokes, were like, what, six? (laughs) 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 But like everyone just kind of rallied around and was like, no, Adam's just like whatever the opposite of a tomboy is. And then they're like, oh, okay. Like that was was completely (laughs) rational. Oh, wow. That's weird. I know. It was really strange. It was just... See, my thing was more unspoken. It was just like, oh, he's different. He's different. Like, but, then but it was had, in good like, and bad ways. And stuff, though, didn't yeah, you? yeah. You were. Um, no, I always had friends. You were but passing. It was, <laughs> yeah, I was. <laughs> I was um, <laughs> even like I remember like friends' parents. I was always like different or special. Like it was in good mm. and bad ways, I suppose. Yeah. But, um, I think the the thing that I had on my side was uh, a little bit more intelligence than the people who were calling me names. Mm. Um, but I remember making the decision because I was probably yeah grade six, so about twelve. And I remember thinking, well, shit's about to get real difficult. Don't know why, mm. but I just know it is because there's this weird like puberty thing coming. And I actually made the decision mm. to be funny. <laughs> I was like, like, oh, well, I'll just be funny. That'll be my personality. Yeah. I will have a sense of humor now because I don't think I did. <laughs> I was quite a straight-laced <laughs> little kid, very sensitive. And I was like, well, I'll just say swear words and it'll oh, be a, no. a surprise. Not crass, not crass swear words, but just like I remember one day, and I probably didn't understand it at the time, but my teacher was eating a peach mm. and I thought it was hilarious because it looked like a butt. And I kept telling him, well, he's just eating a juicy butt, which as an adult <laughs> <laughs> is a compliment. But um, <laughs> he could not stop laughing. And it was it was a, like, you know, this will be in my meaning of the meaning posh of, the meaning of posh. <laughs> Um, it was a kind of a We've had a lot of meaning I, of posh. We've got the, oh, yeah. we've got the sadistic it's, fringe, the prologue. I know. <laughs> and now butt eating. And, and the many court cases pending. Um, but I remember thinking it was like a powerful moment because mm. it was like, I just made an adult laugh. Like, and genuinely, it wasn't like an accident. It was an accident, but I knew I was being cheeky. Yeah. Which I got away with because I was otherwise well behaved. Yes. Um, and that sort of helped me through and got me you know anytime that there would be you know threatened dickheads who, who couldn't deal with a smart and effeminate man um i had other friends to sort of be like no nah, he's awesome he's hilarious you shut up you shut so- up <laughs> yes he's quite camp up. but he's funny and i was eating a bagel at the time um <laughs> bagel i wish i didn't have a bagel till i was well into my 20s and i regret the first 20 years of my life. Oh, I love bagels. Um, I miss them. Stop talking about carbs. <laughs> <laughs> now, the re- the Regina George, as I'm referring to her, yes. uh, of the group was Mariah's closest, apparently, friend who would, of course, go after any guy that Mariah liked. Mm. Is um, this the one she calls the pretty girl? <laughs> yeah, I call her Regina George because I feel like it's, it ties into Mean Girls. Um, but no, but Mariah ever- loves Mean Girls. I know, it's hard, isn't it? Yeah, I wouldn't... But maybe that's why, because they get what's coming to them. Yeah. But Mariah's quote of, I didn't ever pursue boys because I wanted to avoid the inevitable humiliation once they learned that half of me was black and all of me was poor. All of me was poor. All of me was poor. I know. Um, See, again, I grew up poor, so I am like, you know, I know I don't have a lot of this lived experience, but that one, I do. (laughs) Which is funny, because I grew up poor, but I never thought of it as something that anyone would judge me on. I know that sounds probably silly. It just kind of missed me. Did you I... go to a school with a uniform? Like even one of yes. those shitty t-shirt and yeah, short ones. Was, I, I didn't wear it, but yes, I did. Yeah. So that probably helped. So this is the thing that Mariah is experiencing. And I went to a school that did not have a uniform. And it is, it's difficult. 
um, when you turn up to school and someone's like, oh, that used to be my jumper. My mum gave oh, it to the salvos. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Great. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks. no. It was it's a, comfy. It was, from a, it was from a different one. Is this a jizz stain? No. Yeah. <laughs> I would have just said, right, I said, well, why didn't you just give it to me? Yeah, um, yeah like weird stuff like that. Like you... You know, there were people who have like the thousand dollar shoes, and you've got um, well, Kmart brand. I mean, I've yeah, done lot. Volleys are trending now. <laughs> I, I had Michelle Bridges runners from Big W. Michelle Bridges. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, possibly my one of my favorite quotes of this whole book was, "I didn't want to get wrapped up in some stupid boy and derail my dreams, or worse, worse. get pregnant like my sister." Is so, this see, what Alison, we're beating sued she, over? <laughs> Yeah. See, Alan said she called you her sister. Yeah. It's fine. You know, there's no court case. Yay. Uh, But I just thought that that's like derailing the dreams is one thing, but oh my God, being like my sister. Yeah. Please, no. But I mean, I guess she did see Alison kind of, like she said, she came back from the Philippines. Not okay. Yeah. And, you know, in her head at that time, I guess it's all one thing. It's like, get pregnant. Get shipped off to the Philippines with your weird baby going away marriage cake. <laughs> you obsessed with the cake. I love that cake. <laughs> Again, it's the no carbs. I'm obsessed with any kind of garbage. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, like that for her is like a big deal. It's like yeah, not doing that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and she's sort of even up until recently talked about her more prudish nature due to yeah this really. Um, now in. Kind of a random turn of events, um, we find out that, that the pretty one, or Regina's mother, was being abused by the father, mm-hmm. to which Patricia thought, oh, I'm Irish, because the father was Irish, so yeah. I'd better write a letter. Write and a letter. I actually have the letter here. What? If you would like, it's exclusive to the podcast, okay. I will read it now. This made up. In my best are Patricia. Gonna, are we going to get sued by Patricia? <laughs> We might get a little bit. Okay, go. So, okay. so I'm, I don't. I can't remember how the, the the voice goes, but I'll try. I'll just see what. I comes see. Out. We're taking the scene. De- yeah. <laughs> dear Mister, <laughs> dear Mister Irish Father. I, I don't know why. <laughs> I am a white woman in America. I'm also Irish, so we're basically family. As a mother, oh, hang on, sorry, my untrained daughter is singing and I just had to school her on what a wonderfully talented opera singer I am (laughs) and she wishes she was half the singer I am. Anyway, where was I? Oh, it doesn't matter really. I'll have a recording contract any day now, so who gives a fuck? Kisses, Patricia. Oh, and P.S. Mariah's father is black. (laughs) Where's no mention of the beating of the wife? Well, but that's the letter. I you like that is the letter. You can't argue with the facts. <laughs> it's not really the letter. Don't sue us, please. Don't ASMR about suing. Not really the letter. <laughs> well, it's the one that was sent to me. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now we, I had to have a bit of levity before the next. Oh yeah. Bloody paragraph. So, all right. Thanks, Patricia, for the guest. That was that. I was that wasn't me. Was, I just want to point that know, out. That, that was, was actually Patricia. Actually Patricia so that's our special guest. That's why. <laughs> yeah, that's why I can't get sued because it wasn't me. Um, now, okay. <laughs> now we have to stop laughing because we get serious, right? Now, Mariah was invited by these moles to the um, Hamptons. To the south, uh, Southampton. Is that a south different Hampton. place? It's one of the Hamptons. Okay. 
Okay, so there's a whole bunch of Hamptons. Um, for it, oh, I could go a bunch of Hamptons. <laughs> um, I'm hungry. <laughs> But no, okay, serious. Uh, she was invited for a sleepover with the moles. Mm-hmm. Now they arrive at the house after a long drive and after about 30 seconds of Mariah sort of, you know, taking in the surroundings, the, the girls... beautiful room. No right, very large, very rich. Room. Right. We're in the Hamptons. Um, Hamptons, Hamptons, Hamptons. <laughs> the, the, right. Anyway, and that's all that happens. That's the all end. that happens. Um, so, no, unfortunately, the, the girls call her into a smaller room out the back and Mariah innocently thought that they would be maybe sneaking a little bit of alcohol, mm-hmm. which would be nice. Um, That's what girls no. do at that age. Right. Yes. I know I did. Uh, no, the, instead the girls uh, start to hurl racial abuse at Mariah, yeah. chanting the N-word over and over at her. Over and over. Um, In the same way they this... chanted their terrible, unrhyming, yeah. blue eyes yeah. chant. So it's insulting in every way. Um, I took this quite l- from the book. So... This is Mariah. It quite literally lifted me out of my body. I had no idea how to handle what was going on. It was all of them against me. They had planned it. They fooled me into thinking they actually liked me. They lured me hours away from home. They isolated me. They trapped me. Then they betrayed me. Now, Mariah sort of goes on to detail that she, you know, she was just crying. That's as you would. Mm -hmm. And, and was hoping that a grown-up would hear this and, and come in and stop the assault. But, of course, it is probably stemming from the grown-ups, and so they did not. Yeah. No one came to help. Uh, Mariah goes on to say, and it was a little confusing as to how many girls... I thought there was four girls in this group, but I wasn't 100%. Um, Mariah heard the, quote, older blonde one ask, why are you doing this, yeah. when um, the, the pretty one's ugly sister just kept doubling down on the slur, basically. Yeah. Uh, from this, Mariah doesn't remember how she got home. She didn't tell anyone. She just stuffed it down. Um, you know, basically saying that even though that she'd had some kids be cruel in the past, this was sort of the most violent, premeditated yeah. kind of hate that she'd experienced. It's, it was so full on. Like, because, you know, I was listening to it. So it just kind of came in a torrent. I was like, what yeah. is happening? Yeah. This is It horrific. does. It comes, it's literally in the book. It's a, it's a single paragraph. Yeah. It just... Hits you. And then, uh, so after that, when you're listening to the audiobook, she reads the lyrics for Looking In. Uh, does she sing them or read them? She reads them for a while and then sings the, the last oh, okay. half. The last bit, yeah. Yeah, um, which is why I thought that chapter was over because I was like, oh, well, she's had a sing. She's finished now. Because uh, <laughs> I listened to it while I was on my run and then, uh, yeah, just listened to the, the last half. I love just... Before we started this, and I was like, "Oh wow, this is quite like why did I why did I leave it on that one?" <laughs> I know, <laughs> a terrible well, that place was to the finish. Thing. I, I was, should have trusted I Mariah not it, to leave it there, right? <laughs> I was reading it, sort of thinking, like you know, the first half of the chapter before we get to that part. I was like, "Oh, you know, there's things that we can actually relate to in here. We can talk about. Oh shit, no, we're problematic again. Yeah, but we, as always, we say that you know we do not have this lived experience. No, we are, we, are, we sort of signed on to do this before we had any real idea of what would well, be look, some of the you know. But content. like I like I said last week, I'm I love that we are like it's like a visceral, real feeling of what what this kind of racial abuse feels like. Like it's not. Yeah. You know, so so often when we're looking from outside of it, we go, oh, that must be terrible. Like, how awful. But, you know, this is someone sharing their lived experience of it and you're like, oh, yeah. this is this is hard 
to, to yeah. deal with. This is hard. Like, you feel these feelings. And I don't know if yeah. that's because, you know, we've we've lived with Mariah in our lives for so long. And, you know, when, when someone creates music, you, you often spend time with them when you're vulnerable and you're alone. So you kind of feel like you know someone in a way. Yeah. And finding this stuff out is like... It's almost it's almost more powerful coming from her than it would be from from anyone else because you're like, oh, but I feel like I know you, and yeah. now you've let me in on this terrible, terrible experience. So, while neither of us have have that, I feel like we are learning so much from yeah. from this. I mean, the very next part after this is where she's being made fun of for not having you know only having three t-shirts that she cycles around yeah and that is Been there. that is something i absolutely understand but i love that she turned that into a positive like one of the schools she went to she's like all right oh my god yeah i'm not gonna get made fun of i'm just gonna find all the other poor girls and we're gonna swap clothes <laughs> yeah Invention so it looks like we've got heaps, swaps. heaps of clothes <laughs> I just- maybe they should bring that into schools now and like name it after Mariah, Maybe. like Mariah's wardrobe. Mariah's, Mariah's walk-in. I mean, don't most schools now just have a like one of those crappy little polo top uniforms because they're cheap and yeah, easy. pretty much. <laughs> yeah. And you've got to be sun smart. You've got to have your big hat. Oh yeah, um, With your flaps on the back. Your, your hat flaps. Yeah, your hat flaps. Oh my god, we didn't even have hats when I was a kid. <laughs> just burn. <laughs> just little they didn't exist. Little yet. crisps coming in from the yard. All these burned children. <laughs> Faces peeling off. <laughs> oh my god! Um, another quote, because this is quite heavy, was Mariah saying that middle school is a contact sport. Oh yeah, I thought that was particularly. That did remind actually... me of the uh, Whitney Houston song "Love Is a Contact Sport." <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> from her second album. <laughs> so we're going to re-record that. Um, but no, it's funny because I actually not many people in Australia have a middle school, but I did actually. Oh have really? Middle school? Yeah. Oh, we just had and like primary and. High. Primary and high, yeah. So I went primary, middle, and then high. Um, but I have to say, it's so true because middle school is sort of between the ages of 13 and 15, which is when puberty hits and for some reason you get boobs or pubes mm-hmm. and you just become an in- insufferable arsehole. Yeah. Um, you might have to shave <laughs> once a year. Um, <laughs> and for some reason, it is just when the absolute worst parts of humanity come out because I'm terrified of teenagers. Mm. <laughs> More than anyone in the whole world. Awful. Um, like once someone starts getting to about nine, I'm like, oh, I'm out. Yeah. Like you know, like relatives it's, and that. I'm like, oh no, come back when you're grown up. It's, now. <laughs> look, I, it's just hormones. Hormones do terrible things to you. Like, have you ever spent lived in a house with someone who's going through menopause? It's just as bad. <laughs> my, seriously, like, my mum when she was going through menopause was horrific. Oh really? Oh yeah, just like. And the same with pregnant people. Like, just too many hormones can just screw with your emotions in a way you don't know it's happening. And that's what yeah. that's what's going on with teenagers. They're awful, but they don't know because they're like, I don't know why I'm angry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I, I, I will say, though, not... I think there's there's a little more going on yes. in, in the case of these young women. Yes. Unfortunately. Um, but as you said, you know, sort of moving around a little bit helped Mariah uh, 
almost reinvent herself. Yeah. Uh, and every time she'd go somewhere new, she would be able to make new friends and do the wardrobe swap, mm-hmm. as, as you mentioned. I love that um, she also developed her 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 signature pieces. Policy. Yes, exactly. Gotta have a Basically signature this, piece. <laughs> yes. And she also developed her witch around this time. Mm-hmm. She was sort of saying that this is where I started to get bite back a little bit. Yeah. Um, and by 10th grade, uh, Mariah is, was said to be dating the scariest man in town. I know. I love him. He's six foot five and he's got biceps. I'm in love <laughs> with her reason, I kept I kept reading it as five foot five and I was like, is that tall no, in America? Like, like, I was six like, <laughs> six five. Um, I'm six one. So it's bigger than me. Right. Um, and they met when Mariah and her previous boyfriend were arguing. So mm-hmm. scary guy picked him up and supposedly tossed him over five cars. Now- do we think there's a little dramatic license going on here? Because I feel that if I was thrown over five cars, it'd be a little bit of a death situation Don't going on. Or whatever. <laughs> Not that I would dare insinuate Mariah's being dramatic no. ever. No. <laughs> um, I just think it would lead to... My, do you know what, though? My fiancé has to keep constantly asking me, he goes, is that a real fact or is that one of your yeah, exaggerations? Real. I'm like... There's yeah. no such number as patrillion. <laughs> <laughs> it's like there's no such word as therapizing. But, um, but I will say this: what I picture though is in this scene with the for the fire, the, the matchbox cars. I just picture the scene from Matilda where Trunchbull tosses the little girl yes. by her pigtails, and I'm like, "Well, that's just fabulous," is what that is. So. Love that trunchbull. Uh, no, <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> I think my, uh, oh, we do. Like, we love Miss Honey as well. Um, so she turned. Then, think, of course, I think Miss Honey is responsible for turning a lot of women gay. <laughs> I was actually thinking to, in the back of my head, I was like, was she meant to be gay? I can't remember. Or is the actress gay? Embeth Davids. I, I don't know. I don't think so. I, I think she's played gay in something, though. Maybe she's played gay in something. Yeah. So then Mariah goes on to talk about how she was being hilarious by making fun of some stupid kids in their stupid style mm-hmm. um, while their she was eating her bagel. retro style. Yes. And she was ha- having a little nom-nom on a bagel. Oh, don't. And they bagel. were like, I really want one now. Oh, we love a bagel. Um, and they were like, <gasps> we're going to get you, Mariah. And Mariah was like, nah-uh. But she was secretly scared. She was right? terrified. But she was not. She was like, nah-uh. I'm going to get you back. Um, and then there was, and I will quote Mariah exactly, big beautiful, a big beautiful wall of every style, size, and shade of every black girl I knew in school. Oh. And they went on to say, "Oh, we got your back." I loved and this because I thought it was going to be Mister Six Foot Five standing behind her. That's what I thought. Twist again. Mariah is always there She's with that plot so twist. So good with a plot twist. <laughs> <laughs> But and then Mariah went on to win everything. I did love that this was like a reflection. Like uh, of the earlier scene with the the blue-eyed gang going, you know, I thought they were my people and I tried to hang out with them and they were awful. Uh, They were basically the Ku Klux Klan with a blow wave. Um, <laughs> hey, you don't know what's under that hood. They might have a blow wave already. They could all they could all look like Kellyanne Conway under there. We don't know. Oh, God. <laughs> um, but then the whole thing flips around, and it's like, oh yeah, there's a wall of women with my back, and it was that just felt like a really powerful and empowering moment. And I'm like, oh, this chapter that's got this horrific story of women, a wall of women being awful to her and. racially abusing her and then we get the complete flip side of that and it's like this is so beautifully structured and the fact that the chapter is called a girl's best friend and it's about navigating who your best friends are yeah oh 
beautiful. Just beautiful. And I even think sort of, you know, hearkening back to how she always felt like she was sort of in between and, yeah. and never really belonged either way. And she did even sort of suffer some, some issues from both sides, basically. Um, so to actually have, uh, you know, a group of girls, people of colour, go, you know what? You are one of us. Yeah. And, and, and I think it was, yeah, exactly. Um, which is awesome. Um, now, years later. Oh, I love, I love the, the coda release, of it's this like a, It's like an, an epilogue. <laughs> um, <laughs> years later after the release. Epilogue. <laughs> put that in the microwave. <laughs> microwave. Um, <laughs> after the release of Vision of Love, Mariah and Preface. Patricia drove. <laughs> Preface. Mariah and Patricia, I nearly said Matricia, Matricia. drove back to the house where the pretty Regina George girl lived mm. so that Mariah could be like, bam, bitch, I won. Oh. Um, and Patricia should, could show off her dead animal coat, which I wasn't loving, just quietly. Oh, my God, though. Um, what about what about the guy who comes out with the Long Island accent? Oh, look, Pitt's gone Hollywood. <laughs> I literally wrote, apparently they filed out like the Beverly Hillbillies to wave or whatever. <laughs> That was my note. Which was then, holding their elbow like granny. <laughs> Y'all come back now, you hear? Now, the nicer one who did try to help back in the day mm-hmm. um, did yell out to Mariah that she was really happy for her, really excited. Um, so, Mariah has decided that she gets to be pretty now. She is the prettiest She sister. was the pretty all along. Yeah. And then we get a little My Saving Grace. Oh, which also... Sing, Mariah. She does sing, sing. it. I'm so it. You know the weird thing is though, um, is that it looks fine on paper because giving me peace is the start of a run up to another bit. But when she <laughs> sings it and she just stops, it's like, what are you doing to me, Mariah? What? what? <laughs> you're about to. End, you're just about to start chapter, the big section. run up to the giving me the. And, uh, no. <laughs> intermission. Intermission now. Uh, Go get some popcorn. It's giving me be- no, I'm not. I'm not going on with that. <laughs> like, what are you? <laughs> oh, it's seriously like because of my love for the singing of Mariah. It's. I felt like she just turned the tap off. I'm like, what? Did you, what? <laughs> I can't. Just, don't sing it if you're not going to finish. <laughs> <laughs> don't start this, woman. <laughs> Anyway. But that does, I, I believe that brings us to the end of the chapter. Have we left any stones unturned? No, I think we've, we've gone longer than the actual chapter. All right, <laughs> let's mash through to some Mariah meatiness. <laughs> mm, Mariah Now, last week we had Detangled and Swept Away, mm-hmm. which I gave a, a seven. Yes. Fab gave a nine, gave a nine. of meatiness. And the Lamely gave it Infinity with 63%. But I will say there was a little bit more of the rest was sort of spread around. Right. It was a mixed bag. Um, so for a girl's best friend, what uh, are you feeling? What are you thinking? What are you, what are you meeting? Well, look, the meatiness of the emotional content and the things that I have been exposed to that you know even though they're stories the kinds of stories you've heard before like this is a really i felt a lot more listening to this than i have with any kind of stuff like this before and i mean maybe that's just because i've had quite a full-on 
last 18 months of just really immersing myself in various kinds of black culture and television shows and reading books and things, but it just really felt more potent than anything else really in the book, including having tea thrown on it. Um, And also just because of the regular boring name of Jennifer, I (laughs) am going to have to give this one infinity. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) I don't know her! (laughs) Poor Jennifer's around the world and Heather's. Gosh. Um, well, it's funny because from, you know, the beginning of the chapter, I thought, oh, this might be more of an eight or a nine, you know. Yeah, we might, but we might be going into hair territory more. Yes. Another hair chapter. This one's a about. hair chapter. That's fine. Yeah, but, no. Um, but no, hitting us with that. Honestly, I kind of just stared at that one paragraph for quite a while. Yeah. I think it's because as Mariah, I believe, even describes it, it's kind of violent. Yeah. Like it's the way and, and even the way it's spelled, like it, it's it hits and, the, you. and the intention and, behind it. Like and the intention literally it's it. just a word. Like it could be potato. You could be calling someone a potato. But True. the intention yeah. behind using that word and what yeah. it's charged with is horrific. It's yeah, it is really there. And I know girls are little bitches, but yeah, it was a <laughs> it was a group effort. That's, that, that was beyond, I yeah. you know, I think back to some of the stuff that, you know, happened in high school and you go, oh, that was not great. Yeah. But like you said, some of that would you could pull back to hormones and puberty and all of that. But this but was, yeah, it was organized was and like that whole, like that sentence that you read out, like you just go, yeah, this was, this was beyond just a bit of bitchiness. This was yeah. orchestrated hatred, essentially. Yeah. Like, did the, um, that section hit you? Immediately in the same way it did reading it. Um, like I'm, I'm just curious because I've not listened yet. Yeah, yeah. Well, like I said, I I stopped listening because I like it was such a powerful thing. And then she sang a song, and I was like, well, that is a lot. I am. Yeah. And I was in the middle of a run, so I was like, well, I am just going to do the rest <laughs> of this. Tripped over it. <laughs> like shit. I, was like, I, I got my phone out and I put on something else. <laughs> so I was like, whoa, that. So yeah, I mean. I know that was like technically an accident. I could have just gone on listening to the next bit because that was next. I like I actually really appreciated having time to kind of let that sit with me. Like it was, yeah, yeah. It is. I mean, you know, her her vocal performance is is perfect. She doesn't oversell these things. Like, yeah, she just you know she just reads them. Like well, it's, it's just a fact. Yeah, this isn't is it? a thing that happened to me. Um, yeah. And I'm reading it like that. Like, you know, she oversells things like Salon, Darling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but some, like a passage like Jennifer. This, <laughs> Jennifer. No. Jennifer was like one of those things that I had to do a kind of double take on. I was like, did she just say regular names like Jennifer? Or, oh my God, that bitch. I love her. <laughs> that so shady, I will- shady bitch. <laughs> So I will put this up for the Lamley to have a little vote as yes, well. Please. I dare say they'll be on a similar page, mm. but we'll, we will see. And what was your score? I gave it infinity as well. As well, yeah. yeah. How could you not? So the remix, have we got anything that we would change up in this chapter? If you were there, what would you do differently? Oh, I would not be I would not be sucked in by that Hampton's address. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> 
No one's inviting you anywhere nice for anything good. <laughs> no. Mine was that I'd have brought Patricia a faux fur coat and <laughs> I would have accidentally burned down the Southampton's house. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how that happened. <laughs> I was just looking in the good room and burnt down. I was looking in the good room and all those tea lights just fell on the floor. Yeah. (laughs) With a big can of gasoline. I don't know. Can take that away. Oh, Mariah's lesson. about a little can take that away bracket Mariah's lesson close bracket well don't name your child something boring <laughs> like Jennifer <laughs> I, I feel so bad for the Lamley who may be do you reckon the Lamley any, anyone in the Lamley named Jennifer is just going to change their name Jemariah <laughs> <laughs> that's now my future children's names <laughs> Jemariah it's, it's the only Jemariah reason Come in. <laughs> it's the only reason I would have children <laughs> to name them Jimariah <laughs> and Mariah Ean. Mariah Ean. My lesson for this week is that teenagers are assholes. Avoid them at all costs. Yes, that is. And I feel like there might be a few candidates for this. The I don't know hers. Well, I don't know her with her boring regular name. <laughs> <laughs> the worst person in this chapter. Jennifer. <laughs> yeah. I, f- I hear you resenting my constant re- referring to this there in your prolo tower. <laughs> no, it's more rock in a hard place. What do I say? I can't get around it because my name is Posh Lopez. I know. <laughs> Rolo! <laughs> but I'm also doing a podcast with Mariah Carey. That's how much I love her. So I can love I can love all of the, the divas. It's fine. Um, and they don't have to love each other. I can love no. them enough. For both of them. Yes. Um, so, no, we don't. We do not know <laughs> Regina and her friends. We no. might know the blonde one, maybe. The older blonde I one. I know. know. I don't know any of them. We really don't know Mariah's first boyfriend, who barely gets mentioned. Yeah. Um, but the well, one he that... harassed her. He did. The one that um, I thought was really fun is that Mariah doesn't know that one boy who ran faster than her. <laughs> I know. <laughs> She's like... I was almost the fastest person in school. There was one. One. His name was Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> He had a regular name, like, like Jennifer. Jennifer. <laughs> Can you imagine if she meets someone called Jennifer? She goes, oh, that's regular. That's a regular name. <laughs> Hello, Miss Garner. What a regular name you have. <laughs> oh, Miss <Jay> Aniston. <laughs> regular Aniston. <laughs> I actually did just watch... Um, the morning show. With, oh, how with, good is it? Oh my God, it was so good. Oh, so, so good. It's just one of those moments where you go, oh, that's what Aniston should have been doing all this time. Yeah. Well, I always Playing say, Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I always thought, because people, you know, I think of the Friends cast, you know, she was probably the one written off mm. the quickest. Yes. But then I remember seeing an interview with her and I was like, oh, you're not Rachel. No. Like, she is, but she isn't. I was like, you're really not Rachel. And that made me appreciate her more subtle Humor, I suppose. But she does this a lot, and I can't not hear it anymore. That's someone who's had too many spliffs the night before. Exactly. I mean, what? Please don't let Jennifer Aniston sue us. I don't know if you've ever listened to the Poofcast, but Scott Brennan's every two seconds. 
Um, and I did think because of the the quote, I didn't want to get wrapped up in some stupid boy and derail my dreams or worse, get pregnant like my sister. Mm. I did think perhaps for the next little sections, we might have a new little quick section called Mariahisms where we both nominate our favourite quote. Oh, yes. So I Rick. thought we can, we kind of do it anyway, but we can do a definitive and maybe get the, the lamb to vote on the Twitters well, for their favourite of our favourites. Well, if we're doing one for this episode, it is... <laughs> I always wished I had a regular name like <laughs> Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the shade is real. And I think I think Pro-lo, you prolo. <laughs> Next episode is uh, well, we're into season two, I guess. Season two, sing <laughs> sing. So we a- will. I should say we're going to be covering two chapters. Two chapters. Uh, oh, prelude, <laughs> like preface. Uh, a pre, a prelude day to sing day to sing sing. And alone in love. <gasps> alone in love. Oh, it's yes. one of my fave lyrics. I like prelude. Prelude. Halude <laughs> to Sing Sing. So only the two chapters? Yes. Excellent. Yes. Well, I'm looking forward to, to spending some time in the glamorous uh, upstate prison <laughs> 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 of Sing Sing with Mariah. And we might actually like get to a part where Mariah is a recording artist. That's very oh, exciting. Come on. The, the, last, the last bit, she had Vision of Lovers on the radio. It's, all, it's all on. And, you know, it was a little bit of a jump ahead, but yes. Yeah, no. But and also, don't forget the guy with the gun and the cat heard about Mariah on the radio. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I need to go back and re-listen to our own episodes. I forget. <laughs> oh, thank you so much, Posh. Thank you, Lamely, for joining us. Um, please don't hate or cancel our prolo here. He's lovely. <laughs> Even though he's a fan of regular named people. <laughs> oh, I, I should point out that, I'm sorry, who was at that concert as well? <laughs> remember? Remember? I was there on a free ticket with my radio station. I also <laughs> went to an Enrique sure, Iglesias yeah. concert and I didn't love that. I'm, I'm going to find the tweets where you said how great it was. <laughs> it was really good. <laughs> it was really good because I had knew none of her songs. <laughs> Oh, you knew the you know you, you knew the one that she sang at the inauguration. Let's get loud. <laughs> <laughs> Written by Gloria Estefan. I knew I knew the one that they used to play at the gay bar that I worked at every six minutes, the, which they played for the New Year's in two thousand. Oh, yeah. whatever that one was. Waiting for tonight. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know them. Like, You're a pro, though. You know that. <laughs> 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 gotta find those tweets. Gonna find those tweets. <laughs> I, 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 I will say I enjoyed that concert. It doesn't mean I'm an apologist for that woman with her regular name. <laughs> well, look, you know what? We might get to that chapter, and I might have a whole. I might change my name to Posh Carey. I don't you know. Could it could happen? It Probably could. won't. Could Probably won't. <laughs> <laughs> just because I'm so branded at this point. <laughs> I'm too tired. <laughs> All right, Posh. Have right. a fabulous, fabulous week. Big air kisses, darling. Mwah. Mwah. Bye, Lamely. Bye, Lamely. Bye.